This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. The only place to be in your pop culture world. PTB Wrestling Network friends and family, welcome to this week's episode of your home for everything current and up-to-date wrestling, Place to Be Nation's main event. I am your solo host, Scott Criscolo. Me, myself, and I. I am solo this week. Uh, So this will be a brief episode of main event because I'm sure you don't want to listen to me for two hours. Um, It is a very weird day in professional wrestling. If you're listening to this on Friday morning, we record on Thursday night. Um, I've broken the fourth wall for years, so I'm okay with that. Um, Originally, this week's episode was obviously going to be a couple of big previews. Obviously, this coming Sunday, AEW has their biggest show of the year, their WrestleMania, in my opinion, and that is All In from Wembley Stadium in London. Over 80,000 will be there. It's going to be a huge show. And and I am going to break down the matches for you very quickly and give you my picks. Then... This past Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, this past Wednesday, we lost a wrestling legend, a legend of this business, uh, one of the greatest of all time, one of the most unpredictable, one of the most colorful, and one of the most entertaining nut jobs in the history of the business, the great former world's heavyweight champion, Terry Funk, passed away at the age of 79. And uh, I'm not going to get into my thoughts on Terry alone. If you want to hear more, uh, check out, if you're listening to this again when it drops on Friday, listen to tomorrow's episode of the NWA Saturday special with myself and Dr. G. Not only do we preview NWA 75 this weekend, but we also discuss the legacy and the career of the great Terry Funk. We're going to do a more uh, in-depth tribute to Terry um, uh, down the line. However, I would also like to, if you know the great Chad Campbell, of course, a legend here at uh, the PTB, and he is the co-purveyor of the North-South Connection. He did a, a interesting Twitter thread of all of Terry Funk's, at least one Terry Funk match from every year starting in 1970 when you could find footage of them. Um, his first match, and this is according to Cage Match. I talk about this with Dr. G on the show. His first match was in 1965. And, uh, uh, but starting in 1970, all the way till probably his last match, which I think was 2017, Chad Campbell um, does one match from each year, starting in 1970, the Terry Funk's best match. He's, and he goes all over the place, WWF and WCW, NWA, Florida, Japan, all over the place. So check out Chad's Twitter. Just find Chad Campbell, Chaddy. I don't remember the Twitter handle because I just know it's Chad's. But look up Chad Campbell on Twitter and uh, check out his Twitter thread of great Terry Funk matches starting back in 1970. He picks one from each year. Definitely do that because it's pretty uh, it's pretty awesome. So, me and the gang, uh, unfortunately no Steve Willie and no Nate Milton tonight, so I decided to just fly solo. We're going to talk about All In. And also, Impact's Emergence show is Sunday night. Of course, uh, with... All in being in London, I believe that starts at one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. And knowing knowing Tony Khan, it'll end about eight at night. No, I'm just kidding. It'll probably be over about four thirty, maybe five o'clock. And then um, 
And then at night, we have night two of NWA 75, and then Impact has their Emergence show, which we're going to look at a little bit as well later on in a little bit. But just as we were getting ready to do the show, another bombshell drops on Thursday, absolutely crushing in the wrestling world and world in general, because you hate to see anybody this young pass away. But we found out through uh, Triple H on his Twitter, Bray Wyatt, of course, that's his stage name. His real name is is Wyndham Rotunda, passed away from a heart attack at the age of 36. I'm 14 years older than Bray Wyatt. And I take cholesterol pills and I go to cardi- I go to my cardiologist and um, it scares me. But when you see someone at 36, it crushes you. And he had four kids and, of course, JoJo, his wife. It sucks. It sucks. Um, apparently, he had a pre-existing heart condition that he was managing. But then, as what has happened with a lot of people over the past four years... He got the vid, COVID, the vid, and it exacerbated the heart problem. He was trying to recover from it. That's why he was off camera. And sadly, he passed away on Thursday from a heart attack at the age of 36. It's sad because Bray Wyatt had a very unoriginal path in the wrestling business. Of course, he, his real name is Wyndham Rotunda. We first knew him as Husky Harris when he was in one of those NXT classes back in the day. Actually, the original class, if I remember correctly. The one that, in 2010, that turned on John Cena. It was actually a pretty good storyline for a while. Then he vanished, went off and did stuff, and then came back in, I guess it was, what, 2013 as Bray Wyatt. Kind of a, kind of a savant. Almost like a, a more advanced... Um, Oh, God, I can't think of his name now. Waylon Mercy. Remember the, the character that, that Dan Spivey had in 1995? Kind of that uh, Max Cady from Cape Fear. Uh, but this one was a little more advanced and a little cooler. And he was pretty solid for about three or four years. Uh, in fact, he eventually would win the Universal... I think it was a, Universal, was a WWE title. It was a WWE title. Uh, at the Elimination Chamber in 2017, he held the belt for about a month and a half, I think, and then he lost at WrestleMania... 33 to uh, Randy Orton in in the infamous uh, LED cockroach match at WrestleMania in uh, Orlando. Um, Then he, you know, he was back and forth and and he took a year off. He left in August of 2018. He took a powder, came back in April of 2019. He was Bray Wyatt, the, you know, funhouse. And then he was the fiend, that pretty sweet, horror mask and everything. It was a difficult gimmick to, to kind of work with, but, you know, he would win the title again. Then Vince cut him loose in July of 2021, which pissed everybody off. But then when Triple H, when Vince got booted and Triple H took control in um, October of last year, this past year, 2022, he came back. Had a couple matches. Actually, he had only had one major match televised match, the 2023 Royal Rumble. He fought LA Knight. Then in February, he got COVID and left camera to heal. And then, of course, the um, heart condition was exacerbated. And this past Thursday, he passed away 
from a heart attack at the age of 36. So prayers, of course, to his partner, Jojo. Um, uh, her real name, well, I don't know. They didn't get married. Her real name is Josanne Offerman. Of course, she was Bray Wyatt's partner. They weren't married. I want to apologize for that. They weren't married. He had four kids. Um, of course, for those that don't know, he's black. Blackjack Mulligan was his grandfather. Barry's his uncle. Mike Rotunda, IRS, is his dad. Bo Dallas, his brother. You know the whole the whole bloodline. It's heartbreak, absolute heartbreak. So prayers to JoJo and the kids. Uh, God, that's tough. Thirty six years old. Um. And now we only have one member of the Wyatt family left here on Earth, and that is, of course, uh, Eric Rowan, because Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee, passed away last year. <sighs> Makes you wonder, right? You know? We'll talk more about this throughout the next couple of weeks as more uh, more uh, details come to light and we talk about this guy's career, which, you know, it had its ups and downs, but he, for the most part, was one of the more entertaining characters in the company. Uh, sometimes he was tough to book, but uh, he gave it his all. And the Funhouse matches. Remember, he had the Funhouse at Rose at WrestleMania. The first COVID one, I guess it was, what, 36? Where you had the weird Funhouse match with, or was that 21? Now I don't remember. One of the two. One of the two COVID ones. It was either 36 or 37. And he had the COVID, the, the Funhouse match with Cena, and it was all crazy and stuff. And it was so much, it was so crazy, it was fun to watch. So we'll we'll um we'll talk more about Bray Wyatt over the coming um over the coming weeks, of course. Um just to let you know, uh we recorded Dr. G and I I'm breaking the fourth wall again. Dr. G and I recorded the Saturday special before Bray Wyatt's passing. So just to let you know, we didn't we're not ignoring Bray Wyatt on the Saturday special, but we had already recorded that episode and um so that's why you won't hear any mention of it. Um so, as a matter of fact, I may actually put a little... I haven't even edited it yet. Look at me breaking all these walls. Kayfabe, who needs it? Gaz. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'll probably put a disclaimer in front of the... In front of the... Uh, the um, a disclaimer in front of the um, show that, that, that it was recorded before Bray's death. That's why Bray was not mentioned by Dr. G and I on the show. So, anyway. All right. So let's talk about quickly the big shows this weekend. I'm not going to get into NWS 75 on this show because I do a whole preview with Dr. G on the Saturday special. We'll leave that at that. Let's talk all in. So let's go through all the matches. Um, there's two matches on the pre-show and nine matches on the main show as of right now. On the pre-show, of course, one of the big ones that kind of pertains to the main event, MJF and Adam Cole, better than you, baby is getting a shot at the ROH Tag Team titles, which are currently held by Aussie Open. I don't think they're going to win the tag titles. I think that's kind of weird. Um, there may be some kind of of miscommunication, maybe, or something. Um, uh, but I do think that... Um, I do think that... Um, there will be something that leads to tension later in the night. So I think Aussie Open will keep the tag titles and something weird will happen. But it'll be a good match. And then Jack Perry will defend the FTW title against Hook. There's rumors that the FTW title is going to be retired. So I think Hook's going to win it. 
and then give the belt to his dad, Taz, and then they retire the FTW belt. Because there's too many belts in AEW. You don't need a belt that even uh, ECW barely took seriously. So get rid of it. (laughs) You have enough belts in that company. Now the the match is uh, proper. We'll begin with one that everybody loved and then almost didn't happen. FTR will be defending the AEW World Tag Team titles against the Bucks. Of course, this almost didn't happen because Cash Wheeler got arrested for road rage with a firearm down in Florida. But he will be going to London, and he will be, he's probably there now, and he will be um, wrestling. I think that's going to be a good match. I don't think it's going to be the 70 stars everyone thinks it is. I will be very surprised. I don't think Dave's going to overgrade this match. I think it'll be really good, but I don't think it's going to be like the greatest match ever that everybody thinks it's going to be. I think FTR retains... And I think it's going to be a great match. I don't think it's going to be match of the night, though. I'll tell you what my match of the night is going to be. But I don't think it's going to be this. I don't think this. I don't think this is going to be it. But I think it's going to be a good match, though. But I think FTR retains. Next up, a four-way for the AEW Women's World Title. Your champion Hikaru Shida will defend against Sting. Oh, uh, Sting! <laughs> Look at the match under it. Will defend against uh, Tony Storm, the former champion Soraya. And fellow former champion, Dr. Britt Baker. I think this match is going to be awesome. And, <clears throat> excuse me, as a lot of you know, I'm not the biggest Hikaru Shida fan. I mean, I think she's good. But I think she's better now than she was when she was champion the first time. So, I think this match is going to be a banger. I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to go, I think Britt Baker is going to win the title because I think it's just a transition when Jamie Hayter comes back from injury and I think she's going to win the belt back. I think they wanted Jamie Hayter here because, of course, she's British. And, of course, all the British wrestlers are hurt. So that kind of sucks for, for AEW. But um, I think that uh, I think it's going to be the best match of the night. I really do. And I think I think Britt Baker wins the title. That's my take. Next up, a coffin match. Darby Allen and Sting against Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage with Prince Nana and Luchasaurus. Um, I think Darby Allen and Sting win. This match will be fine. Sting does less and less now. Uh, you know, the guy's in his 60s. But I do think this is going to be a really fun match, um, just from a crazy weirdo perspective. But uh, Darby Allen, I feel like, is taking the next step toward possibly upper mid-card. You know, I don't know about the main event, maybe. But I'm kind of digging his authoritative feeling. I have a feeling he may end up turning heel and attacking Sting somewhere down the line. Keep that in the back of your mind. But I like Darby Allen and Sting to win this match. Next up, a six-man tag. The Golden Elite. <clears throat> excuse me. Kodabushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page against Kanosuke Takashita and Bullet Club Gold, which is, of course, Juice Robinson and uh, Jay White. I think this match is going to be ridiculous. This may give the women's match a run for its money, in my opinion, is the best match of the night. I think it's going to be the best match of the night, with the along with the four-way women's match. They're going to go crazy. That match is going to be the longest match of the night, too. I don't think the main event will be, but that's just my opinion. I like the Golden Elite to win that one. Next, we were going to have it. They're in a big building. The Stadium Stampede match. It is Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, the team of best friends, Chuck Taylor and Tremperetta, and Penta El Zero Maido. Of course, uh, Ray Fenix can't wrestle. I think he's hurt, so he's not in it now. Against the Blackpool Club, Santana and Ortiz, so they're back. So it is a uh, five-on-five. 
stadium stampede match. I don't know if I could actually grade this because it's going to be very weird and it's kind of hokey, but then I guess it'll be fun. It'll probably be the mid-main event. I would open the show with it maybe, but I think the Blackpool Combat Club wins because I just I think they're a better group, to be honest with you. So I think, yes, I am complimenting John Moxley, but I think I think Blackpool Combat Club wins the match. Notice no, uh, no Brian Danielson. He's also hurt. Will Ospreay will take on Chris Jericho. Um, everybody's like shooting one over this match, like it's going to be you know Dave's going to give it you know thirty seven stars. I don't think it's going to be as good as people think it is. I just don't think Chris Jericho can keep up with him anymore. Can, can keep up with a guy like this. I think Will Ospreay is going to. I don't say carry Chris Jericho, but he's going to do more than you would think if this was like 15 years ago, even 10 years ago. I think Will Ospreay wins, even though Jericho is a babyface. But I think Will Ospreay wins. I think Chris Jericho is going to start winding his career down, to be honest with you. That's my opinion. But I like uh, Will Ospreay to win this match. Then we have the what I call the Collision World Championship, CM Punk and Samoa Joe. This match is a waste. <laughs> Having two titles is fucking stupid, but you have to you have to spray paint the E out of AEW. Yeah, like nobody saw that. Good grief. Um, I think Punk wins. I don't really care. I think this is dumb, having two world titles. And no, it's not like WWE because there's two brands for WWE. This is one brand. You have the world title held by MJF, and then you've got the CM Punk collision title, which is pretty much what that is. There's a difference before anybody jumps down my throat. There is a difference, and you know it. Nobody cares about that match. The World Trios Championship will be on the line. The champions, House of Black, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King, take on Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed. This match will be pretty good. I think House of Black retain, but I think that'll be a fun little match, too. And now the main event. For the AE, the actual, the real, not the... Not the collision one. The actual AEW world title. Your actual champion, MJF, taking on Adam Cole. I'm going to go on the train that everybody else is going on. I think Adam Cole is the one that's going to turn heel. I think it's MJF's going to reveal that I really did want to be Adam Cole's friend. I didn't want to turn on him. I wanted to give him a title shot. And I wanted to be his tag team partner. I think MJF's going to actually say that this Wednesday on, on Dynamite. And I think Adam Cole, I think Roddy Strong is going to come in and cost MJF. I think Adam Cole... Leaves Wembley, the AEW World Champion. I do. And I think that he will turn on... Because I, I don't think it's going to be MJF will just be a heel because that's too predictable. I think they want to make MJF a babyface. He'd be one of the hottest babyfaces on the show. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Adam Cole and Roddy Strong and maybe somebody else uh, will come in and cost and help MJF lose or help Adam Cole win the AEW World title. So those are my predictions for AEW All-In. And then, of course, this coming weekend, Labor Day weekend, is all out in Chicago. And on our next episode of the main event in two weeks, we will give the postmortem of that. And we'll also preview a couple of big shows going on in two weeks. AEW, or, uh, uh, Impact's Victory Road pay-per-view, which I am blessed to be going to. And then that weekend is also Payback, WWE's next pay-per-view. That's on Saturday the 9th. Uh, that, that'll be in Pittsburgh. More on that in a couple weeks. So there's your AEW uh, all-in prediction. Now, the other show that I wanted to talk about quick is Emergence, which is the Impact show that is also going on Sunday night, I believe. Yes, Sunday night from the Rebel Entertainment Complex in Toronto. 
and they've been there a few times for stuff. So, uh, of course, Victory Road is the next big show, and that is happening on September 8th, and I will be there, as I just said. So there's seven matches. This show is this show is going to be free on Impact Plus. Victory Road's a pay-per-view. I think you can get it on Fight. But uh, Emergence is actually a Impact show. Your card, Kenny King and Johnny Swinger for the Digital Media Championship, which I think is stupid. I think we should just get rid of that belt. Frankie K and Eddie Edwards in a back-to-school match. Uh, a four-way tag for the Knockouts Tag Team Titles, MK Ultra, Killer Kelly and Masha, defending against the Shaw Entourage, Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans, the Death Dolls, Courtney Rush and Jessica, and the Coven, Taylor Wilde and Kylan King. I like the Coven. That's because I'm a, I'm a, I have a soft spot for Kylan King because it's my girl from NWA. So I say the Coven will win the tag titles. The World tag team titles are on the line. Subculture, the team of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, defend against the Rascals, Trey Miguel and Zach Wentz. I think that's going to be a crazy match. I think Subculture retains, but I think that's going to be a fun back-and-forth, all-over-the-place match. In an eight-man tag, uh, Time Machine, which is the the Impact World Champion Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, and Kushida along with Josh Alexander, the former champion, against Bully Ray, Brian Myers, Moose, and Leo Rush. I'm not sure who's going to win this match, but I'm curious if Josh Alexander, who of course had to forfeit the Impact World title a while back due to injury, is going to want his belt back. And I don't know, do you think he's going to turn heel and beat the crap out of Alex Shelley? I'm curious. I think an Alex Shelley-Josh Alexander singles match would be, would be off the charts. I'm going to go with Time Machine to win. But I, 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 can see, I have a feeling we'll see some tension building between uh, Josh Alexander and the world champion Alex Shelley. Who, by the way, was picked by this guy on this show to win the world title, and my two cohorts laughed at me. In a singles match, Sonata will take on Jake Something. Of course, Jake Something is uh, a strange name, but Jake Something is Jacob Doyle. Um, I think it's pretty funny, but anyway... Um, he was a G, he was Jake Diener in uh in, in a ROH, but anyway, I think Sonata wins that match. And in the main event, Trinity defends the Knockouts title against Sean Kidd's girl Deanna Perazzo. I have a feeling Trinity's going to keep it. I think Deanna Perazzo is going to take some time off. That's what I think. She uh she's had her foot on the gas for like three years, so I have a feeling that she's going to take a breather and enjoy marriage. So, uh, of course, she's married to former champion uh, Steve Macklin. Uh, I think Trinity retains the title. So there you go. That's Emergence. So you have you have two choices at night on Sunday for pay-per-views. If you want to pay 25 bucks, you could get the second night of NWA 75. Or if you pay these, whatever it is, $7 a month for Impact Plus, which I do, you could watch Emergence. I'll probably watch, and obviously I'm going to watch NWA 75 because we do a show for them. And then uh, I'll probably watch Emergence sometime during the week to prep myself for Victory Road. Uh, so there you go. There is your very brief episode of the main event with me. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with people. <laughs> uh, Steve and Nate will return. Uh, we will post-mortem, <coughs> excuse me, we'll do a post-match, I guess, or post-show for that um uh, for that uh, week for um, All Out, which would have happened the previous weekend in Chicago. And we will preview 
both Victory Road and Payback. So two pay-per-views that weekend. You have Impact's Victory Road on Friday night in White Plains, New York, and you have WWE's Payback, which will be on Saturday night in Pittsburgh. So we'll do that in two weeks. Um, for everybody here at uh, the PTB Wrestling Network and, of course, the main event, I am Scott Criscolo. Once again, prayers to, obviously, Terry Funk's family, which we mentioned, but uh, please, prayers to the family of Bray Wyatt, to JoJo and the four kids. Uh, terrible loss. Uh, for those that may not have known, uh, this past Thursday, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Friday, Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, real name, passed away from a heart attack uh, at the age of just 36. You've been in the main event. Rest in peace, Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt.